What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Junkie Experience Podcast, where we serve your addiction for all things entertainment. I am your host, Latoya Anitri, and we are back. Yes, we are back and in full effect for another week. And you know, we're going to keep this thing rolling like we always do. You know, I'm going to tell y'all a little bit about what's been going on with my week. We're going to hop into this entertainment news where we're going to be talking about everybody from Young Buck. And you know we still got to talk about this Tasha K thing. Like, what's next for Tasha K after being sued and losing the case um, to Cardi B? And we got to hit on Wendy Williams. What's the latest with her? What's going on with Whoopi Goldberg over at The View? And this whole rihanna thing that like shocked the world so you know we're gonna get into it and today i have a special guest with me that's gonna get into this entertainment news i got my girl sheree that's stepping in with me to talk about this entertainment news and she runs word on the curb so make sure you check her out but she will tell you about herself once we get on this entertainment news plus we got our reviews we got to talk about our shows like we're going to be talking about the latest episode of Superman, the season finale of HBO's And Just Like That. And we got to talk about some music, y'all. Like Nicki Minaj just dropped some new music. It's called Do We Have a Problem featuring Atlanta rapper Lil Baby. We're going to get into all of that. And y'all know how I do it every week with the Unpopular Opinion. But we know it's Black History Month, you know, so we got to do it up for Black History Month. So for the rest of the month of February, every week in the month of February, we are going to be doing a black history fact at the end of the show. And y'all stick around for that because I'm telling you, these are facts that you probably have not even heard about. Today, we're going to be talking about Miss Aunt Polly Jackson. And I'm going to tell you, Aunt Polly Jackson was nobody to be messed with. So y'all stay tuned and to the Junkie Experience podcast and we'll be right back. All right, guys, welcome back to the Junkie Experience Podcast, where we serve your addiction for all things entertainment. So, y'all, I just want to get into this week. Like, it's really kind of been a slow week. Um, I haven't really even been out the house that much. Y'all, I know last week I talked about getting back into my workouts. I have not gotten back into my workouts, period. I just been focused on, you know, Junkie Experience, getting everything done. Like I told y'all before. It's a one-woman show over here pretty much. So I'm doing everything from, you know, putting up the content, uh, recording the podcast, editing. Like, everything is mine. Like, I have everything at this point, you know. Uh, But, you know, that's what I've been focusing on. But I do need to get back in the gym. Like, I have to get back in the gym today because I can feel my body, like, being sluggish and stuff. You know, just... You know, working a nine to five and then working, you know, this to make sure that everything's going right. Um, I can just feel my body, you know, kind of being a little sluggish. But, you know, we're going to get back in there. We're going to get it in. We're going to get it right and get it tight. Like, you know, I'm trying to, like, rotate, like, gym day with, you know, yoga day, dance day. You know, things like that just so I won't get bored um, in my workouts. But, um, yeah, it's just been a slow week. Like, I really hadn't been out the house that much. I just been sitting in here, you know, focusing on everything. I actually took a couple of days off last week from the nine to five and just, you know, tried to just focus on this, like hone in on this. And it was helpful. Like I got a lot of content pushed out. So I'm happy about that. And speaking of the site, so, you know, I'm working on getting Junkie Experience to 100%, the JunkieExperience.com website to 100%. Right now, I'm going to say she probably rocking around 
98.5 or something because it's a few little kinks that I need to work out but you know she rocking at 98.5 I can take that right now so um I have the merch up on the site we got merchandise on the site y'all um so if you are interested and if you are interested in the merchandise you know make sure you go to the site go to junkieexperience.com to purchase some merch um if that's what you want we got like a crop tee for the ladies we have a unisex full length tee both of those are like 20 bucks a piece and we have a hoodie that's about 35 dollars a piece so y'all you know support your girl you know i'm trying to make this thing happen so you know if you like the merch yeah you know pick up a piece or two um but yeah we got that going and, and everything and like i said i'm just you know working hard to build this brand and, and things like that and y'all i'm telling you i was invited out last weekend to you know to hang out and stuff and i just been i've been feeling like i've been neglecting my friends like i had one friend who celebrated a birthday i couldn't go because i was bogged down and you know trying to get this done and i know you know when you're trying to build something you have to make sacrifices and that's what i'm doing right now of course you know making these sacrifices and stuff so but i just feel like i've been you know neglecting out and like my daughter has been like you know you know let's go out to dinner let's do this here let's do that i just have not had the time nor the energy to do it but i do you know i'm kind of working on organizing my schedule so i can get myself like on track because i wrote down a good schedule but you know everything looks good on paper but when you start like trying to put that stuff in action and say oh i'm gonna get up at five o'clock every morning and work out you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this time i'm gonna do an hour on the site i'm gonna do you know this and that or whatever it doesn't always fall like you want it to but i'm going to try to be a little bit stricter with myself on my schedule just so i can get some things done but in the meantime you know i've been watching these shows following all this entertainment news to bring y'all this content um and i've been watching my shows um i just wrapped up hbo max's and just like that you know the spinoff of from sex in the city and uh we're gonna talk about that later in the view in the reviews like you know i'm gonna tell you guys like how i felt about it and stuff i also wrapped up the first half of ozark and wow i mean what a freaking roller coaster i did an article on that for um, junkieexperience.com just my review on how i've been feeling about ozark i'm telling my ozark has been a non-stop ride and i am so ready for the second half like netflix teasing us like they playing with us bro like let's just get it done but um yeah i'm, I'm ready for i'm ready to wrap up um ozark i mean i'm not ready to see it go but i'm ready to get to the next thing because i know that you know it's going to be like super it's going to be crazy it is going to be thrilling um i'm thinking about starting to watch euphoria i was telling one of my friends the other night i say you have to be in a good mindset to watch euphoria like euphoria takes a lot out of me like i find myself like boohooing and stuff when i'm watching euphoria like I mean, and it's a great show, don't get me wrong. Like, the performances are freaking stellar. Um, you got Zendaya in there. You got a lot of newcomers in there that just have, I mean, just taking the world and, and just HBO and all of them just by storm. Like, these kids are phenomenal. Um, but, like I said, you have to be in a certain mindset to watch Euphoria. I've been seeing folks talking about it, tweeting about it, um, doing reviews on it, breaking it down, you know, just... You know just going through it you know just just going through it like deep diving into it but um i just have not watched yet i don't think i've been in that mindset to watch but i may pick it up 
Um, another show that I'm really into is um Fox's 911 Lone Star with Rob Lowe as the star of the show. This I, I started out watching the original 911, the one that's based in Los Angeles. Then they did a spinoff for this one that's based in Texas, and I didn't think I was gonna like the one based in Texas as much because it took a while before it kind of like drew me in but now like i'm totally invested in it like i am totally invested in um the 911 the texas one so i've been watching that been catching up on that of course abbott elementary like i don't know what y'all doing if y'all ain't watching abbott elementary like that show is so funny like uh the creator she is on point um i just love everything like all the characters like they all bring something different and i mean and it's all it's just good it's just it's just great comedy um just amazing and y'all know i have been on the wonder years like been on the wonder years real heavy um they just had like their little valentine's episode when um they had to go to uh uh the kids went to a valentine's day um dance so that was cute and I just love the wholesomeness of it. Like, I enjoy the wholesomeness of uh, Wonder Years on ABC. And if you have not checked that one out, like, make sure that you check it out. Um, Y'all, like I said, it's been a slow week. Um, I've still been on my HelloFresh meals. I will have a code for you guys um, in the description of this podcast. If you want to save a couple dollars on a HelloFresh meal, I'm telling you, they really save your life. Like, you got all your ingredients right there. Um, you know, you, you're not going out like buying different things and you get a chance to expand your palate. Like you get a chance to eat other foods. So, I mean, if you ain't on HelloFresh, you should get on it, you know, especially if you're busy because I'm the type of person who's like, I'm moving, I'm, you know, I'm moving around a lot. I'm doing a lot of things. You know, my schedule is like freaking just jam packed or whatever. So it's hard for me to get up and cook, but HelloFresh makes it easy for you to get up and like cook a meal or something like that because they have like easy meals something simple like uh you know something that may take 20 minutes to just you know whip up and do um recently i had these uh what was it called it was called a barbecue chicken um barbecue chicken and ranch flatbread when i tell you that was probably one of the best meals that i've had and it only took me like 20 minutes maybe less than that to like whip it up and i mean it tastes amazing and i'm gonna tell y'all i'm not a big i don't eat a lot of spicy food i just do i don't like spicy food like i grew i grew up in the south but i'm just not a spicy girl when it comes to like my food or whatever but um i noticed that you know HelloFresh sent me like for this particular recipe it one of the ingredients was a poblano um pepper and that thing is, you know, can be spicy. So I've learned, and I didn't know this. You know, I'm not a, um, a, a chef or anything. So I didn't know, to, know that if you, um, you know, cut the pepper, take out the seeds or whatever, that it takes down the heat, but you still get the flavor. So y'all, when I found that out <laughs> and I used it, it, I mean, it just changed the game for me. I'm like, look, I'm, I'm putting poblano peppers on the grocery list from now on y'all like i'm telling you it made me a believer um also on my magic spoon cereal i love magic spoon but i do stick to my original flavors like you know magic spoon is like i would say cereal for adults you know they got the cinnamon kind it kind of reminds you of cinnamon toast crunch they have this fruity kind that remind you of fruit loops when you were a kid um they also have um 
you know other different flavors like they have the chocolate um that reminds you of, like maybe a count chocula type cereal when you were a kid or something and um this new one that i'm trying which is um cookies and cream so yeah i mean magic spoon between magic spoon and hello fresh like those are my faves y'all those are my faves so yeah i mean that's been pretty much my week in a nutshell like i said i really didn't do anything i've been catching up on my shows making sure i got content for you guys and you know getting the site off the ground you know making sure that everything is up and running so you know it can look good when you guys visit junkieexperience.com and y'all do not hesitate to visit junkieexperience.com because like all the entertainment news that we talk about on the show usually there's a post about it on junkieexperience.com you can also go on junkieexperience.com and listen to the podcast like you can listen to me on junkieexperience.com i have a player on there so you just go in you know it's easy you click it and you can listen to the latest episodes so make sure if you're not on it you need to be checking out junkieexperience.com that's j-u-n-k-i-e-x-p-e-r-i-e-n-c-e.com make sure y'all checking it out so we will be right back with this entertainment news for today this junkie entertainment news and it is a lot going on y'all a lot going on and with me today i have a special guest um my girl sharif from word on the curb is gonna be here with me to talk about all the latest that's going on so y'all make sure y'all stay tuned to the junkie experience podcast we'll be right back all right guys welcome back to the junkie experience podcast where we serve your addiction for all things entertainment so y'all know what time it is it is time for us to get into this entertainment news and with me today I have a special guest, Miss um, Cherie from Word on the Curb. Cherie, tell the people a little bit about yourself. What's up, y'all? I'm Cherie from Word on the Curb. Um, I do entertainment blogging. You can follow me on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Um, and some other things on there, too. But, yeah, come on and follow me. All right. Thank you so much for joining me um, to get through this entertainment news. It's always have, good to have like somebody to, you know, kind of feed off when you're doing stuff like this. Yes. So, girl, we just going to jump right on in here. So, the first story we're going to talk about today is the Young Buck story. So, Young Buck, uh, we know formerly of G-Unit Records, the now defunct G-Unit G Records, uh, was arrested um, for almost like a domestic dispute with his ex-girlfriend. Apparently, he um, he and the girlfriend got into an argument over the phone. He decided he was going to get in his car, go over to her house. He tried to kick in her door, and she wouldn't let him in. And then he went and um, actually kicked in her car door and, like, just bashed her junk up. But, yeah, he did get arrested for that. I'm like, wow. I'm like, this dude is still wilding out. I'm like... You acting like a female, like <laughs> that's stuff girls do. You don't go and mess up nobody's car. I and she know. Had cameras on the house, so you caught. Like <laughs> you just caught. They caught you. Then he tried to run, girl. Like he tried to run. Yeah. And she like had get, yeah. <laughs> and she had given them the description of the car, and they got him on the traffic stop right up the street, and just they arrested him. But he didn't stay in there long, though. He got out. Yeah, um, yeah he bonded out. I think it was a thousand dollar bond, so he's out now. Yeah, just a little property damage. Yeah, but you know, this ain't the first time though that he's been yeah. in and stuff like this. Yeah. 
Yeah, his girlfriend, his other girlfriend. So back in 2020, he um he got into it with another girl, with another chick, and this chick just straight up started shooting at him. Like and he looks look like he trying to fight females. He yeah. Like he does. He really does. Like he like he had some issues or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. He got something going on up there. He probably don't really well, you know what they say. You don't probably really like women. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the word on the street. I'm telling you. Yep, that's the word on the street. Who knows? I'm telling you. But yeah, that's wild. Mm-hmm. Forty years old and still wilding out. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know, Fifty had to say something. What Fifty say? Lord. So I went to look, y'all, because I know he said something. So this fool gonna say buck B unit. Bisexual unit. Uh, what? <laughs> Guess what? what? B unit stands for bisexual unit. <laughs> oh my god. Need a girl gosh. alone. She don't know. He had all this shit going on. None of us did. He well, he best be coming up with my money. Oh <laughs> Lord, we can just talk about the money. He want his money. <laughs> oh my God, Buck still owe fifty money. God, leave. Mm-hmm. Well, he might as well talk that to a loss. You ain't getting that. Nah, nah. I mean, he ain't getting that money. Buck ain't got it. He ain't got it. He ain't getting that money. <laughs> he ain't got it. Yo, and speaking of people who ain't got it, let's talk about this um, Tasha K Cardi Ooh, drama. Honey. Let me tell y'all, y'all know that I've been on this Tasha K and Cardi um, train ever since it's been going on, ever since the beginning of the trial and everything. But, you know, at first, uh, we found out the initial um, order was for her to pay. Cardi B was for Tasha K because we know she lost the case. I mean, we knew she was going to lose the case, but she was ordered to pay um, Cardi B 1.25. That was in the initial 1.25 million. And then when they uh, rendered the final verdict, it was almost $4 million. I think it was like 3.88. Yeah. That she was um, going to pay her. So I'm just wondering, I mean, and then she came out with her statement. Well, you know, Cardi said what she had to say. You know, she was happy with, you know, the decision, of course, because it was in her favor. But then, you know, Tasha came out with her statement. She was just like that. uh, That was the only time that she was going to talk about it It was on her channel. Unwind with Tasha K. And that was the end like that. She wasn't going to speak on it anymore after that. So she went to talking about payola and a whole bunch of other things and stuff. But. I don't know, um, Cherie. What you think about? I mean, what's next for Tasha K? What What do you think? She's gonna lose probably a little following because mm-hmm. she's not gonna show like the credibility that she thought she had. People not gonna see that in her no more. And I just think she went too far. All she had to do was take the videos down. Mm-hmm. They asked you to take the videos down. You wouldn't even have to go to this part. And she still don't ain't learnt learnt nothing. I liked Tasha from the beginning when she was doing the R. Kelly stuff. That would really blew her up. Mm-hmm. That blew her to the top when she was doing that stuff. And to keep them numbers up, she just went low. And she went so low. She didn't have to do all that. She went low. But it's not stopping her arrogance because she's on Instagram with the arrogance and stuff still. She's this is not going to stop with the person she is because that's just who she is. But like her following might go down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen her YouTube channel um, subscribers are dwindling. I can't just, I, I used to watch her, but I can't watch her. Like, after some stuff that she, I'm like, oh, her character, just, I just can't watch her. Yeah. But I don't think she's, I don't think, 
you know, she probably still gonna make her little money or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think so too. I know her. Um, well, before this trial started, she had just hit her million subscribers, and yep. I'm like, wow. I'm like, this is a hell of a way to celebrate a million subscribers God, in the courtroom. Yeah, yeah. And um, so she, and now she's down to I believe nine hundred ninety-four thousand subscribers. Yeah. Yeah, they leaving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People are going over there un- unsubscribing just because. Yeah, just because. And look, they probably still going to be paying attention. No, they still going to be oh, looking. They're going to watch. <laughs> they're going to watch. But they're going to affect where her pockets at. They're going to watch. Mm-hmm. But I hope she learns her lesson. Like, I mean, yeah. but I don't know. I don't know. I've been she looking ain't. at some videos and stuff. Because she got into it last night with somebody she What's was that? interviewing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, she ain't. Mm-hmm. And my question is, Cherie, why is she bringing these people in her house? I was always wondering it. I don't know if this girl was in her house, the person she was interviewing last last night, but she's always bringing these people. I wouldn't want all them people in my house. So she a bad spirit, so she invites bad spirits in. Yep, yep. I mean, around your kids. I mean, that's that was crazy to me. That so was she crazy. She put up something... Uh something of a video of some guy in a, in, in, a, in a hotel and then she was just the caption up under it is just like Ugh, what is you doing girl and then the people she interviewed she just interviewed anybody I don't know if she paying them is they paying her mm-hmm. cause when she did the off bar interview I was like you just interviewing anybody now <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then you got little uh, Brianna uh, Mary J. Blige's ex-husband's daughter she's yeah. in there she's telling what is you there for I don't understand why you doing an interview for like she just at this point she's interviewing anybody yeah 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 I mean she was always hitting us with these um C-list celebrities or whatever that, that she was interviewing but that's what but... she gonna have to do now cause ain't nobody gonna fool her mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I don't I don't know I mean I know people were saying that she didn't have the four million, but I don't know. I've seen people, I've heard people who do YouTube that have way less subscribers than her that say that they make about 40, 40 grand a month. Like she's making it's, some money because her videos hit. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Her videos have views. Yes. Like that bar video at the time after she first put it up had like thirty. 35k views within an hour or so yeah so she's used because people are going to watch this stuff whether or not they like her or not it's the it's the people that she's interviewing they're gonna watch it now they're not gonna stop watching yeah yeah that night that she came in and did that 12 minute um little announcement or or statement or whatever you want to call it um that thing when i look back at it the next day i want to say it had like three hundred thousand views mm-hmm. and she had about 30,000 um streaming live streaming that night when she when she went live so it might not have done no damage you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it needed to be ha- it needed to happen she had to go to court this woman asked you to take these videos down you did not take these videos down from this woman and she sued you you talked smack the whole time about you going to court and you gonna do this and this this done the third Mm-hmm. And you and your husband walking in the court like you know y'all about to win the case. That wasn't. The, that wasn't. Yeah, because from what they were saying, I was paying attention to a lot of the people who were like front and center in there, and they were saying like 
they got on stage and pretty much i mean on the stand and pretty much choked like they mm-hmm. just couldn't answer the questions they purged themselves and all kind of craziness was going on according to the people who were there like i was paying attention to like dennis byron and um choke no joke and you know those folks who were like in the courtroom while this stuff was going on yeah i don't know though i don't know i mean do you think that this is gonna make tasha k's do this makes her the infamous youtuber that you know that cardi b sued you know what i'm saying that's it because bad publicity or good publicity is it's publicity yeah it puts you out there Mm -hmm. it's gonna put her out there Wow. Um, let her um go. I don't know because she's bringing people to their platform, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she's been doing it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to have to like. It's probably going to have to be a big protest or something about it. Yeah, yeah. Or some type of you know some noise. It's going to be some things. Somebody probably got to make some noise about it, or that they can limit what she do. Like they can really be strict on her videos. Mm-hmm. Maybe demonetize or something like that. Yeah. But that was something that I, cause I did a little. I you, I have an unpopular opinion on um this this um podcast, and I'm gonna tell you something. I'm just gonna be honest. Now I know what Tasha K did was wrong. Like it was wrong right. on all levels, you know, because like I like you said, all she had to do was take the videos down. She let that star girl, whatever her name was, I guess, come on there with that information, and then Tasha took it and ran with it. Now she just kept it going, kept it going. You know, she wasn't the first one to say it. Now what's the chick name that um that Cardi used to run with? Is her name was yeah, Star that's something, right? She got it that's what I'm saying. That's where she got it from. But Tasha just kept running and running with it. And like I said, I think Tasha was wrong on all levels. You know what I'm saying? And not saying that she didn't deserve to be um, penalized for that. But she does. You're right. But what got me, though, was a lot of these YouTubers. They sit up and do the same thing Tasha do. And they was like, what I didn't like about that was that they were like praying for this woman's downfall. Like they was just like, I want her channel snatched. I want this and that done. You know, I didn't, I didn't like that. And then um, Funky.Neva, I'm just going to call the name um, on Fox Soul. You know, him and Tasha K supposed to be friends, but he got on Fox Soul on TGIF last week or a couple weeks ago and said, you know, oh, she ain't got no $4 million, you know. She ain't she ain't making that. She ain't gonna be able to pay that money. You know, she gonna be destitute or whatever. You know, he was really expressing his opinion about this, but he was just on her show a few months ago, you know, um talking about Michelle from um straight from the A. You know, and so now you get on here and you start bashing this woman. You know, and another thing, he's stop trying to get in where he can fit in. Exactly. And another and thing, stop he, counting folks' pockets. Cause yeah. Claudia Jordan ain't really nobody. You on Fox so whoopty dip. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Y'all on there. Mm-hmm. And y'all don't really be on there doing nothing. 
Yeah, I didn't like how he played that. Like, I just, I mean, because, okay, so a couple weeks ago when all this stuff was going down and Claudia and them brought it up, he was like, I'm mom, you know, I'm not going to say anything about it. He was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to give my opinion. Yeah. But then on this last well, you know, after the verdict was rendered and stuff, he comes back, you know, giving all the opinions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, if you're going to um not give an opinion, just keep it like that. Just not give an opinion, you know, so. I just didn't, I didn't, I didn't like that. You know, I just didn't like the fact that they were going in. Because, I mean, you know, it's a lot of YouTubers. It's probably, probably was jealous she had that million subscribers. You know, and, yeah, but, you know. It all started, Tasha mm -hmm. K and the YouTuber Lovely T, they was friends. Yeah. And it went from wherever it went from, and she was saying what she was saying. I think it was about party, and Lovely T did not take her side. So, Tasha likes to attack. When you don't agree with her or you say something about her and it pisses her off, she'll attack. She mm -hmm. likes to attack. Mm -hmm. So she was attacking Lovely T. And then I guess Lovely T would start doing videos. So when Lovely T started doing videos, talking bad about it, then everybody, all the, the bloggers on YouTube jumped on. Mm -hmm. Didn't Storm, what's his name? Yeah, Storm Monroe. Storm Monroe. Mm -hmm. He was talking about her and then he was on there. He was talking on her show. Yeah, that's, that's that was Tasha's um little mentee. She was but his they mentor. Was mad at each other. They were. Well, yeah. She was mad at her, him, one of the two. Yeah, they, they just fell out because of something that happened with like her producer and um some other guy, Von Ray or somebody. Like they just fell out because of that that whole thing. So but she was were, going through they fell out before. She, they fell out before. She was going through all of this with Cardi B the you know, going to court every day and then now she got more mess piling up you know in our own house or whatever i'm just like wow y'all need to chill out like 2022 did not start off good for them because they got into it before mm -hmm. because she said she raised him up and she did this for him and that for him and he turned on her and blah 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 yeah. i remember her talking about that and then mm -hmm. y'all come back again to be friends and then this is happening again yeah so she's got an evil spirit on them mm -hmm. she, mm -hmm. she just hate something wrong she just mean and hateful. It's one thing to do celebrity blogging, but to just to to drag people down and doing it, and you gotta always, uh, I don't know, just like always put out their their bad. It's always something bad. You real quick to give out the negative. The part negative, of it. exactly. I mean, you can have your opinion on things, right. but when it gets into you lying on these people mm -hmm. then that's when it that's when it gets ugly and nasty yeah. about my source. the voices in your head is the source ain't nobody told you that <laughs> ain't nobody told you that you was lying I know <laughs> wow but I can't I'm, I'm ready I just want to see what you know how she's gonna bounce back from this I'm, I'm interested in seeing how she's gonna bounce back all right, for well, from one shock jock to the next, um, Wendy Williams has a lot going on. So, Sheree, I'm gonna let okay. you take this over. Well, so, oh, what's cool. been going on with Wendy? So, as y'all know, Wendy has just—it's been Wendy has been going through it. When I say through it, she was going through it when she found this, like when Kevin and all that stuff came out, and the mystery lived 18 miles up the road, and. <laughs> and you know, all that stuff. Because 18 miles up the road. And all she did was go up and write Wendy and Kevin forever. Wow. On, on, on the, uh, that's how it was in the movie. Mm -hmm. She spray painted the the 
garage. Oh and my put, goodness. I would have set that house on fire. <laughs> Not 18 miles up the road. Uh-uh. Mm. But I think she's just heartbroken. You know, mm-hmm. um, they're saying that she can't feed herself and they got to give her baths and she's not remembering people around her. And I'm like, well, maybe it's on set. I've said that on um, on my blog. Like, I think maybe she might have um, Alzheimer's, early onset Alzheimer's. But sources say that she might be back in March. For right mm-hmm. now, they're just going to be having a bunch of guests mm-hmm. and stuff coming on. But at first, they was questioning whether or not, you know, people was questioning whether or not she was going to come back. But she's supposed to be back on in March. Um, that Joe and Remy Ma are going to be doing uh, some segments. Everybody loves Sherry Shepard. Um, she does a great job on there. So, you know, Sherry Shepard will be on there um, doing some host segments. But she'll be back in March. Okay. Okay. So, so she's supposed to be back in March. That's what they're saying that she will return in March. Wow. Wow. I, I, I mean, and I'm, go ahead. That's what they're saying. I'm mm-hmm. just, that's what they're telling us that she'll be back in March. Yeah, so I know that, you know, just like you said, you know, she's been going through it and then she's been going through it, you know, in, in the public eye. And, you know, mm-hmm. Kevin went and married his mistress and all that good stuff. They had, had a kid bed. and all of that. So, you know, and then her son, you know, she was going through a lot at, you know, all at once. You know, her marriage was falling apart. Her son was growing up. Her only child, you know, he's leaving the nest or whatever. So, um, you know, I guess she was just going through a whole lot of emotions. But let me ask you this, Sheree. Do you think, because somebody was talking about this. Uh, me and somebody was having a conversation about this not too long ago. But do you think that it's a possibility that, because I mean, you know, the Alzheimer's, the not being able to feed yourself, you know, go, coming out in a wheelchair. And I understand, you know, probably having a broken heart. But I mean, would it just take you down like that? I was thinking like, what if um she has like um some type of um, breast implant syndrome because you know she's had uh-huh. those breast implants for like oh my god yeah. probably almost 30 years because she got them in like the yeah. late 90s right she got them in the late 90s when she was working at hot 97 yeah so i'm just like you, you know because breast implant syndrome like you can have symptoms like cognitive dysfunction which is like you know memory loss brain yeah, fog like when she passed out exactly like um cause major hormonal imbalances like you know hair loss thyroid disease and we know that she talks she about her thyroid disease mm-hmm. and um yeah. digestive disorders because you know she's always burping like when she on on you know if she doing a story or whatever yeah. she'll sit up there and she be burping all the time so i'm just wondering like is that the case like if, is that something that they help people need to be looking into it might be something that they already know and they ain't telling us Mm-hmm. because you know she got them titties done back when they was putting silicone in them things yeah you know and i don't think she's ever because from what i understood you're supposed to get them if you get breast implants they're supposed to be changed out every i believe three to seven years or something oh i did not know that yeah so I'm just wondering, like, you know, if she just got them and she just letting them sit and they've been in there for 20 some years, like, and she probably ain't touched them. Probably ain't did nothing to them. Yeah. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lot of things to think about, you know. Um, I mean, of she course. She might not have thought about it because she, see her legs swolled up like they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
They might need to check into that if they have it. They I might know. Need to thought about that because she has had them breasts for years. Oh my God, she's had them breasts for Ellis, the first plastic surgery she get. Got yep. First one she got, you right, you right. She got that money. She was like, she wants some titties and she got them too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, when these people, y'all need to look into that. You know, y'all may mm-hmm. save this lady's life. Who knows? I yeah. mean, because we don't want to see Wendy go out like that. We don't want to see her go out like that. No, Mm-mm. no, not at all. And speaking of going out like that, mm, this whole Whoopi Goldberg situation where. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, this was a mess. It's been going on since when? What, earlier this week? Yeah. Yep. She got on there on The View, on her show, The View, where she uh, made some comments that didn't go over well with the Jewish community and a lot of other people as well. She said that, um, you know, that the Nazis and the Germans were both white. She didn't see where it was a race issue. As in like, you know, the white and black race issue here in America. So she made those comments. She went on Stephen Colbert the same night, Monday night. And she doubled down on those comments and, you know, saying what she believed. And, you know, they dug into her behind, honey. And she had to come back on The View on Tuesday and apologize. But I'm I'm guessing the apology wasn't enough because now she's sitting on a two-week suspension. I think that she had the right to say what she wanted to say because that's how she feel. Then other women set up there that are not black and say what they want to all the time. They don't get suspended. They don't get reparated unless Whippy say something to them to correct them. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't think that suspension is called for. She said what she said. Y'all didn't like it. And that's all it is. They didn't like it. Mm-hmm. He didn't say that it wasn't, you know, just justice or it, she she's uh, trying to downplay it or nothing like that. She said it's about man's inhumanity to man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what she was talking about. She didn't say it wasn't important or, but it ain't. It ain't. A, it won't about race. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah, and that's what she. That's what she said, and that was that was her belief. Yeah, but if you know, when you talk to Jewish people, they say that you know the Nazis treated them as an inferior race. That's what they that's what they say. Yeah. Mhm. So I don't know what's gonna come of this, but from what I've been hearing, like the rumor mill is saying that she is pissed the hell off. Like she is ready to quit, and we already know how Whoopi's attitude is, and she mm-hmm. might not come back. I say it. I somebody put it up under the. Uh, I've seen a post. I commented on Instagram. She needs to be fired. I said she don't need to be fired. Mm-hmm. She don't need to return. Exactly. Quit on them. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, she Quit can do them. so many other things. Like I mean, Whoopi is a freaking egot holder. Like this woman has won an Emmy, an Oscar, a a Tony. You know exactly. everything. Talks about herself. Yeah. She- on talk show by herself, still talking the topics that she's talked that she like to talk about now. Mm-hmm. She can still have that, and she she don't gotta be up there with them. Yeah, what would the show be without Whoopi? I mean, a lot of exactly. us tune in That's just for her. Quit, yeah, quit on her. Their their rate's going to drop. Mm-hmm. Oh, they gonna Ain't drop. Gonna watch yeah, definitely. But housewives at home with their kids. <laughs> see, I watch the View at work. Yeah. 
And I bet you most people of our color watch The View at work or wherever, you know. Mm -hmm. Them little housewives at home with the kids and they the ones that the ratings is going to go down. That's yeah. all. They definitely going to plummet. You're right. You're right. ABC is thinking about that twice. Mm -hmm. And Lord, if they bring them back, mm. they're going to be in an uproar. Yeah, <laughs> they gonna be in the uproar when she come back. And look, you know she make ninety six thousand dollars a week, so I'm like, ah! <laughs> yeah, she makes ninety six thousand a week. So folks were questioning, like, you know, was she gonna be? Was this gonna be a paid suspension or an unpaid suspension? Like, That's how were they gonna handle it? Because <laughs> who they do that to? Who they do that to? Cheryl Underwood. Yeah, over there on the talk. Yeah, did they? Did they? Um do anything to Sharon? I thought they got rid of Sharon. Sharon Osborne. I mean, it was Sharon. Okay. She was talking to Cheryl. Yeah, she was the talking to Cheryl she Underwood. Her opinion to Cheryl mm -hmm. was nasty. Yeah. But she get Sharon back on the no, they fired her. They fired Sharon Osborne. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they let her go. And that's what a lot of folks were saying because I was looking at Twitter that night when all this stuff was going down and I saw Piers Morgan with his ain't nobody worried about him, but he was on there saying like, oh, they let, you know, Sharon Osborne go. He was like, Whoopi needs to be fired. You know, they let Sharon go for less than that or whatever. And I'm just like, they didn't let her go for less. Sharon was sitting up there disrespecting Cheryl. And that's mm -hmm. why they let her go. She getting up screaming like a mad woman. Mm -hmm. Like, what is wrong with you, honey? No, you need to go. You seem like you a little if violent. That was Cheryl. She would have been the angry black one. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I ain't thinking about what they saying. I do. I, I love Whoopi. I'm just like, you know, and if she made a mistake or whatever, I mean, this is a time to educate. If it was something that, you know, maybe she was not um aware of or something like that you know like take it as a teaching moment like y'all say about everybody else like oh let's let's right. turn it into a teaching moment so let's do the same thing with whoopi you know that's how i look at it yep i look at it the same way i look at it like okay she ain't know something mm -hmm. y'all run it down to her so she'll know what the count is and then next time you know she'll know yes. she'll know what the, but i don't really think she said nothing wrong because she was right at what she said. It wasn't about race. It was about man against man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, the Jews felt, the Jewish people felt like the Nazis was treating them basically like, you know, they were two different races. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that's not, that's not what it is, though. It's not what it is. Yeah. I mean, you can't compare it. It's I don't not. think to what we went through or what our um, ancestors went through being over here in America and dealing with slavery. Because I mean, I we were the inferior race to them, you know? Yes, I want them to stop doing that. I want them to stop comparing our part of racism, our part of our history to other people's history because it was it's never, nothing similar to that. Exactly. It's nothing similar to Yeah, that. I agree with that, definitely. So now let's get into our last story of the night or the day. And we're going to talk about this whole debacle between Rihanna, ASAP Rocky, and Drake. Oh my God. So <laughs> we know that Rihanna and ASAP announced uh, Rihanna's pregnancy early this week um, on Monday. Um, they showed the world that she was pregnant. She looked like she's about five or six months i think yeah i want to say she's mm -hmm. about five or six months we don't know for sure but i'm just guessing by looking at you know her stomach 
Um, and so come to find out shortly after that announcement, you know, Rihanna got an outpouring of love, of course, from like a lot of um uh, a lot of celebrities, you know, everybody from like Kim Kardashian to um Lizzo, you know, everybody kind of wished her well and you know congratulated her on her on her, you know, new little upcoming bundle. So but you know who wasn't happy about it? <laughs> Drizzy. <laughs> <laughs> but why? why I you know. Your for, boy? <laughs> you know Drizzy sensitive. He gonna make an album about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go to the studio and be in your feelings. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he went as far as he unfollowed Rihanna and he unfollowed uh, ASAP Rocky. And didn't him and ASAP do like some music together at some point? I thought they did. I thought they made like a song or something together or was featured on something together at some point. It probably was featured on a song together. Mm, but mm, mm. I'm just saying, what is you mad for, Drake? <laughs> Look, Rihanna what didn't unfollow him when he had his son. Yeah, that you was trying to hide from everybody. <laughs> How would we know exactly. about the son? You didn't tell us. I know. He Look, he shared up. Go ahead. Yeah, he was. She was with that billionaire, first of all. Mm-hmm. So she left the billionaire, whatever happened. Why you ain't shoot your shot then? Yeah. And you seen her out here. Then we, we start seeing her with, with, with Rocky. So why you ain't? You should, that probably was at the beginning. You could have slid in, but you didn't do it. You could have spent the block and tried to shoot the shot, but you didn't do it. Yeah. And she probably wasn't trying to hear it anyway. She was like, been there, done that. I don't want that. Right. I don't go back. <laughs> I don't go back yeah, because I'm like, he couldn't keep her. He couldn't hold her down, you know, when he did have her for a little while, for the brief moment that they were dating. So right. she probably was like, I'm not going back to this or whatever. I mean, Drake strikes me as the type that um, he strikes me as the type to not want to see any of his exes with anybody else. He strikes me as that type of dude. Light skin. <laughs> I'm just like, he just, that's what he gives me. I'm like, Drake, you need to be focusing on trying to settle or doing something. I'm like, you know, you need to be settling like like Rihanna. And speaking of settling, girl, did you hear the rumor? People are saying that she and ASAP Rocky are like secretly married. And they might be. Because mm-hmm. I don't think she would have did all of this. Yeah. Like, get pregnant and... And, and and be out here as a baby mama. Uh, she, you know, I think she's she she. I think she's she has a plan. She she strategizes. Mm-hmm. I think that's what she do now because it looks everything she do. It looks like okay, I done this and so let me do this. I think they probably didn't got married and we don't know exactly. We gonna find but out I when she, she get ready just, for us to find out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I like how she do stuff. Yes, yes. So um. Like, yeah, and they saying that um so you know the rumors just swirling, girl. They now and they're also saying that she is gonna be doing a high fashion like maternity shoot for Vogue magazine, supposed to be either in the March or April issue of oh, the upcoming what? Vogue magazine. But had nothing been confirmed, these are just rumors. So right, just rumors. yeah, and if she is on this cover, this will make her Okay, this will make her fifth cover on Vogue magazine. So this will make her she will break a record as the only singer that has has the most covers of Vogue magazine. Okay. Yeah, I'm like Rihanna out here 
having babies, handling breaking records and everything. <laughs> handling her business. Handling her business. I'm telling you, our our favorite Bayesian. We we love her. Yeah. We yeah. love her. But yeah, Drake, get out your feelings, bro. It's over. Like and she don't want you no more. Go on with you. Go <laughs> and be in your feelings in the studio, Drake. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. But um, Cherie from Word on the Curb, I want to thank you so much for being here with me doing this entertainment news. Like I said earlier, um, it's always good to have somebody to, you know, kind of feed off of and to kind yeah. of, um, you know, we got different differences of opinions. Like, you know, I might think one thing and, you know, you teach me something, I'll teach you, teach you something. So it's so good to have you on the show, you know, and I would definitely, you know, love to have you back again. I will definitely come back. This was fun. And I just want to thank you for even considering and inviting me. I was excited. I was like telling everybody, girl, I'm going to do a podcast Thursday. <laughs> I'm doing a podcast. But yes, thank y'all so much for having me. And let's do it again. All right. And that is it for our Junkie Entertainment News. So guys, stay tuned for the Junkie Reviews. Thank you. Alright guys, it is time for the Junkie Reviews and I got some stuff for y'all, you already know. So we're going to be talking about um, Superman and Lois, the latest episode of Superman and Lois and the season finale of HBO Max's and just like that, our Sex in the City spinoff. And we're going to throw some music in there today y'all, like Nicki Minaj just recently dropped some brand new music, Do We Have a Problem, featuring... Atlanta rapper Lil Baby and we gonna get into it we are gonna get into my thoughts about that and later on in the show make sure you keep it locked like you guys always know I do an unpopular opinion of the week this month being that is black history month we are going to end each episode with a black history fact it's gonna almost be like a black history lesson something that you probably never heard of so make sure that you stick around for that but now let's get into these junkie reviews Alright, so Superman and Lois did return to our small screens last week and with their newest episode or their latest episode called The Inverse Method. And y'all, Superman and Lois is going away again and they're not going to be back until February 23rd and that's, you know, probably due to the Super Bowl and everything like that that's going to be going on um, next weekend. So um, they, that's probably why they're taking another break. But the inverse method, let's get into this latest episode. So it opens with, um, you know, Lois um, talking to, it, it kind of gives us a time jump with Lois and her sister, Lucy, um, you know, talking like Lucy is like, you know, you can tell like she's been staying with Lois and Clark and the boys and, and things like that. And um, she's like ready to leave and, and all of that. So Lois and her younger sister are pretty much at odds with each other after this. So Lucy seems to be caught up in like some kind of cult-like situation with some dangerous woman by the name of Allie who's um you know trying to you know and this lady Allie she seems like you know she's a handful like Lois is trying to convince Lucy that she needs to get away from her um because Allie is taking advantage of her so Allie is like running this thing almost like a cult like she has has these meetings she got all these people like drawn into her whatever um, you know, saying that she's like there to make their lives better and, you know, showing them how to transcend into like another plane or whatever. I'm like, it is a little weird. But, you know, Lucy is all into this lady. 
Um, she's seems seems like she's brainwashed. Um, it's just it's it's weird. So um, yeah, that's what's going on on that end. So with Jonathan, um, you know Jonathan is ready to get back into football. So he's ready to. Um, you know, get back in there. I think it's like, you know, because he's used to being like the star quarterback. Like, he's used to this. But that injury that he had um, last season um, messed him up, you know, when he when he got messed up that time. So, he's he has not recovered. He hasn't, hasn't been able to fully recover and get back to um, his old self. So, he has decided, you know, his girlfriend, you know, she at first I thought she was cool, but she's a little sketchy to me right now because she has like turned him on to some type of drug that's out there on the streets now that kind of gives people superpowers. Like she was talking to him about it, saying that one of her friends, her other friends took it and it gave her like super hearing. She could hear like people's conversation way down the street. And I'm like, Jonathan, you already know, like your dad is, you know, Superman or whatever. And I guess maybe, you know, Jonathan you know, knowing that Jordan, his brother Jordan has these powers, maybe he wants to kind of feel like his dad, because we know Jonathan has already felt, you know, he's already felt like he's been left out or whatever, so maybe he's trying to you know, get that, he wants to get that same feeling, maybe it's two things going on with him he wants to be able to feel like you know, his dad and Jordan feels, or like he thinks that they feel and he wants to get back to tip top shape, and he wants to become the star of the football team again, so he decides to take this drug, and I'm telling y'all, the side effects are not where it's at. Like, the side effects of these drugs are crazy. So, I'm thinking, like, a lot of kids are taking them. So, that's probably about to be a big plot that we're going to see coming up pretty soon. Um, next thing, you got Jordan, um, who is growing up to be such a handsome young man. Like, he has definitely, you know, gotten some height on him, you know, since the... Since they've been on hiatus and you know everything like that so he's definitely gotten a little height on him so i'm noticing that about jordan um what well, actor who plays jordan so jordan um you know he's still running behind sarah um after he found out you know she told him on um one of the last episodes that you know she had kissed the girl while she was away at camp or whatnot but um he's still like you know he's still like super into her but i just don't think that sarah is really into him like she was before um, I low-key think she may be into Jonathan because if y'all been watching the show, you notice like how jealous she got when Jonathan started dating the little sketchy girlfriend that I was just talking about. So, um, I don't know. I kind of think she might be into Jonathan, but she says she, I mean, she could be into girls. I don't know. Like I say, she kissed the girl. I don't know whether that was just, you know, her experimenting or her just trying something new or if she's really into girls, you know, I'm not sure. Like she could be eyeing um natalie like i'm not sure but you know time will tell but anyway um jordan and sarah went to one of their friends um a quickie mart uh situation like um the friend was working at a quickie mart store and jordan decides to use his superpowers because he heard these guys in the back talking about like stealing some liquor or something so he decided to use his superpowers to keep them um, you know, to, 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 um, to, to thwart them stealing the alcohol. So he like used his, um, oh my goodness, what you call it? The, the, the power that, um, uh, I'm gonna say where he can, you know, blow ice out of his mouth or whatever, his cold power or whatever. I know the DC people gonna be on me, but I can't think of it right now. But anyway, he used that and he, um, 
he actually like you know blew out cold and and allowed like the floor to kind of ice over so when the guys start running out the store they slip and fail and you know they drop the um the liquor that they were trying to steal but what jordan didn't know was that his friend um father who owns the place like has surveillance like running like 24 7 so once the friend told jordan that oh you know my dad has surveillance in here like they can catch every single thing that goes on or can see everything that goes on in here you know jordan got a little shook at that point and he was just like wow um so he couldn't think of what else he needed to do so he ended up calling his granddad who you know last week i was saying like you know what or the week before that i was like what happened to the general like where is he so i'm guessing he retired or something because he was out playing golf and he actually talked to jordan and you know jordan went to went to him for advice and really for help to try to you know figure out what you know how how was he going to get out of this sticky situation so his granddad solved the problem for him you know he um uh, scrambled the tapes or whatever so they would never see him on there so he kind of got out of that situation but not before his granddad had reprimanded him and went on back to playing golf now the big thing we got going on is clark so clark is connected so we know Clark was having these wild headaches or whatever that was like just taking him out. I mean, he was he was falling out for these from these headaches and he was trying to figure out where they were coming from and what was causing these headaches. So he found out that there's like another version of him, um, a more sinister version of him, um, but he doesn't really understand who this other version of, of him is. He doesn't know where like where this version comes from, but it's like, you know, they're um, you know, nemesis. But um so the sinister one you know comes to to earth to the earth one where superman is and he you know tries to battle him like he tries to battle superman so at first clark aka superman gets this vision that like i mean rocks his head i'm talking about he gets this major headache he's out on his porch drinking coffee with john henry and all of a sudden he just gets this massive headache and he can kind of like he's in the mind of this other um more sinister um superman that's coming for him so he knows that this superman is headed his way so he tells john henry he's like okay he's headed this way or whatever so yeah the other superman got there like he ready to box like he ready to fight clark or whatever so clark you know they go toe to toe with each other john henry standing on the porch he don't really know what to do so the first thing he thinks of is like summoning his hammer and um but that that did work like he summoned his hammer and um he broke up the fight so once he broke up the fight the sinister one left like he flew away or whatever um but you know john henry like the hammers cracked his um his shield um, um suit is not working so it's just it's a lot going on at that point so um but yeah that sinister uh superman was trying to take clark up out of here um but then later on in the episode like um john henry who's natalie's dad in trying to defend superman like he uh, trying to defend clark he got hurt really really badly you know because like i said his suit wasn't working his hammer was cracked so he was trying to do his best to help the situation because you know him and natalie they're living with um with lois and clark and the boys at this point you know and they becoming like one big family or whatever so you know john henry is trying to help out as much as possible but you know you gotta realize john henry like you going into this thing with these two superpowers that you cannot fight like these are not humans like 
you gotta fall back a little bit so he didn't fall back and it caused him to be hurt seriously i'm talking about hurt to the fact where he got he had to go to the hospital like he's in the hospital at this point with tubes coming out of his mouth and we don't know if he's gonna recover from this so natalie found out you know toward the end of the show and she is super pissed like she's pissed at clark and everybody because her dad is like hurt right now like and she does not know if he is going to recover so and she's blaming clark for it of course like she is blaming clark for this so that's really what this episode was about so um yeah i mean i'm ready for the next one i did not see a preview for the next one but like i said they're gonna be back on um february 23rd with a new episode so when they come back we will be back here on the junkie experience podcast talking about it so now moving away from the cw and superman and lois we gonna trot on over to hbo max and talk about this season finale of and just like that the sex in the city spinoff so this last episode was called seeing the light all right so let's get into it so um let me tell y'all like the best episodes of this show were the first couple of episodes when we found out you know that big passed away you know like we like you know started getting introduced to the back you know into the characters and stuff and then we you know then that big thing happened where big passed away so those were like some those first two episodes were like great and then when it got to the middle and this is for me guys these are my thoughts when it got to the middle it got so freaking murky that i couldn't really see my way out of it like the writing was bad the um i mean let me not just say that it was just totally bad but the writing was not as good as it could have been i'm gonna put it like that like it just wasn't as good as it, it could have been um it seemed like the girls didn't have the chemistry like they had prior like even on like the sex in the city movies and stuff and we know that you know kim control was not there to play samantha but you know i was expecting more from you know the other friends and then you have you know carrie um meet the new friend um, you know the real estate agent and things like that and then Miranda has a new friend in um, Naya and then you have Charlotte with a new friend in um, I think her name is Lisa who's played by Nicole Ari Parker so you know they got their they come together you know for their lunches and their little conversations but then they have these you know friends outside of the friend group that you know that they're with and I just kind of felt like the storylines just weren't really hitting like that like in like when you are getting into like the meat and potatoes of the show like it just was not giving you know but once but though that set that first those first couple episodes and this last one kind of drew me back in and i'm like what y'all doing like y'all trying to draw me back in so i can watch a season two of this and y'all didn't give me stuff in the middle like i just wanted more in the middle y'all but um, yeah, this episode kind of centered around, you know, everybody kind of like finding their way. You know, it's it, the episode was titled Seeing the Light. You know, Carrie was going through like her, you know, dating life. It's been at this point, it's been a year since her husband Big passed away. So, you know, she's trying to find herself, trying to, I guess, trying to get back out there or 
wondering if it's okay for her to get back out there. Like, it's almost like she wants Big's approval to get back out there. And in some form of fashion, she did get his approval um, to get back out there. So, you know, to get back out there and start dating, like to move on with her life, you know, even though he is no longer here. Like, she had a dream about him and, you know, and stuff like that. But, you know, actually, um, Chris Doth was supposed to be in this last episode. But due to, like, the sexual assault allegations that's going on with him in real life, like, they cut him out of this last episode. So, they did play it kind of good. Like, you could see, like, where Carrie was looking towards somebody. But, you know, the camera never did pan away. It just stayed, like, right on her. Like, so that we could see her expression, like, during the dream sequence. But... Um, yeah, this episode, you know, it was, it was good. Like, it almost makes me want a season two because, um, I was at the point where I was just like, look, we, we really don't need a season two. So just to kind of break down what happened. So Carrie kind of got her answer from Big. Um, Charlotte, who was going through hell and high water, trying to plan her, um, son Rock's, um, bar mitzvah, which she called they mitzvah, like, she was trying to plan that for him and things just were not working out like rock was giving her a hard time he didn't want to do it he didn't want to he was like he didn't believe in like the religion and he didn't believe in labels and things like that so he was not feeling it so with that being said he just you know but everything kind of worked out for charlotte in the end even though he didn't even though rock didn't go through with it everything worked out for um her in the end um, now let's go on over to Miranda and Shay. So, you know, Shay and Miranda, you know, they had their little love affair or whatever. And Miranda actually, um, is going to be divorcing her husband of like 20 plus years, Steve, you know, because she found love with, with Shay. Like she just found love out of the blue with Shay. So she's like, you know, going to pick up and leave New York and go to California to be with Shay because Shay got this big gig or something like where she's shooting like this television pilot so that's what's gonna happen with those two um and i think that steve and um their son brady is they're gonna go backpacking like i guess across the country or like you know maybe you know in other countries they're gonna, gonna go backpacking so it kind of like wrapped up a little bit for everybody it was almost like you know a clean wrap like it was a clean wrap now i'm gonna tell y'all these characters where you know they try to make they were trying to make sex in the city diverse because we know like if you looked at it in the 90s and the early 2000s it was about these four white women they hardly had any diversity on that show but they brought in like um nicole ari uh, parker's character and the professor of uh, the character of the professor naya brought them in you know two black women doing their thing and then they brought in the um indian uh, real estate agent who became Carrie's close friends, so they you can tell like they're trying to they were trying to um get the diversity rolling up in there but to me those characters with the exception of the real estate agent were not um developed well enough for me like i understand like this was like one season of this show but they just did not tell us anything that major about these characters you know yeah we knew lisa was like a uh, a black socialite you know she was super uber super duper rich and you know lived in an amazing apartment or whatever you know we knew she had money you know she had pool or whatever like that's pretty much all we knew about her um naya the professor who was um closer to miranda 
she was you know we knew she was having fertility issues where you know she and her husband couldn't get pregnant or whatever but it was like these characters just were not really developed you know they just weren't developed i don't know whether it was like them not having the right writers in there to write i don't know how many black writers they have in the room because i feel like they could have done more with those particular um characters in the show and that was something that i did not like um i really didn't care for that at all and that was like throughout the entire season so we saw toward the end where carrie was like messaging um samantha you know a lot we know that you know they told us that samantha and carrie kind of like fell out with each other and their friendship was like pretty much over and that was like the beginning of this season but it's almost like it toward the end like they're starting to rekindle their um relationship but just strictly through text messages because y'all know kim cattrall is not showing up um because she's made that clear like that she's not going to be on there but i'm gonna tell you like watching that last episode made me just for a split second you know just say oh my god you know what if kim cattrall does show up like in this scene because it was a scene where um carrie actually went to paris to um pour big's ashes over the bridge um you know down into um the river so that because that was something that you know she found out through her dream something that he wanted so that's what she decided to do with his ashes now um during that time you know the, she was in paris and you know that's where um samantha is supposedly at and they were like texting or whatever and carrie asked her like if she wanted to like meet with her to get a drink i'm telling you for a split second i thought that samantha was gonna show up on that bridge like i really thought that i'm talking about i thought it to the point where i was like hoping for it but you know that did not come to fruition um anyway like getting to real life stuff michael patrick king who um has developed this series like he's the creator of it um in a recent podcast he made it clear that he would not be accepting um kim cattrall back you know even if the opportunity presented itself he did not want her back on this show and that was mainly due to the fact that she was um talking down on the show like she was on social media like okay people who didn't like it that bashed the show like i definitely wasn't one of the people who bashed the show on social media um because you know i'm definitely gonna give it a chance like sex in the city was a part of my childhood and my young adulthood so i'm definitely going going to give it you know it's flowers and stuff i'm not gonna like get on there and like bash it i'm gonna come on here and tell y'all what i didn't like but you know there were some things that i did like about it you know just the nostalgia and stuff that it brings back but on the other hand of what i was saying before kim cattrall actually was bashing this show like with people on social media like she was liking tweets that um where people were saying that the show was you know whack or whatever and you know just whenever somebody was putting the show down kim cattrall was in her timeline like liking all of these these things so you know um king caught on to that and he was just like you know no like i'm not you know having it like and and that was my thing because i think i was talking to a friend about that too like you know okay you're not gonna be on the show kim that's fine and dandy you know you you made your point you don't like Je sarah jessica parker which you know like i said i don't know what what went on there you have your choice you know that's your choice you do not like her you know whatever she did to you that's fine but to sit up and bash a show 
that really, you know, put you on the map, um, you know, and gave you this iconic character that you played to a T, you know what I'm saying? Um, that was, that was wrong of her. You know, I really think that was, that was small of her. That was immature of her to do that. You know, like, I feel like, okay, if you wasn't feeling the show, you could just sit back and, and, and just stay quiet about it. You didn't have to like get on there and like start, you know, chiming in with the naysayers. You could have just stayed quiet. You know, if it wasn't for you, you told them that you weren't coming back. Okay, your decision was made. Your decision was final. You didn't come back. You did not have to even go into that whole thing about the show. Like that was just something that you did not have to do. So, you know, I kind of, you know, I kind of side with, you know, um, King, the creator on this because um yeah she didn't have that to do so yeah she pissed him off to the point where he's like i you know if we do have a season two which a season two has not been confirmed as of this show um right now it has not been confirmed but if they do get a season two he does not want her in it period like he's made that point blank period clear so that's that on that but you know like i said this last episode kind of like drew me into a season two because at the end at the to at the very end like we see you know carrie <laughs> carrie leaves us or uh, the character carrie leaves us on like this major cliffhanger like with something shocking that we didn't even think was gonna happen so i think that kind of leaves that door open for season two but you know we'll see what happens uh with it you know if the ladies want to come back and give us another run you know i i guess i'll be here for it i mean i can't not watch something that's associated with sex in the city like i have to i have to do it but that was um the last episode and you know like i said they try to wrap it up in a little bow but they did you know leave us hanging a little bit you know they 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 you know didn't close it out all the way they closed a few doors but they left you know one door just cracked open so i i really think that there's probably going to be a season two but like i said it hasn't been confirmed yet but that is my review for and just like that the season finale um seeing the light all right so now we have some music to review for y'all all right so the reigning queen of hip-hop Nicki Minaj recently um released some some brand new music like she dropped it at midnight on you know Thursday night Friday morning whichever one you want to um call it but she dropped a brand new song featuring Lil Baby and the song was called Do We Have a Problem so you know like I said she joined forces with Lil Baby dropped that brand new track it was produced by a Miami producer Papa Yer who's also produced for like T-Pain, Kodak Black, NBA Youngboy and Chris Brown so um I just want to say that Nicki's label because when the video when the when the um when the music dropped like the the actual video dropped as well and the video was like not your run-of-the-mill three-minute video it was like a freaking short film like and i was definitely invested in the short film like i was here for the short film way more than i was here for the music but we're gonna talk about it so do we have a problem was not nikki's best work like we know what Nicki minaj brings to the table and she did not deliver it in this song like 
you know, I appreciate her going in and saying, you know, you know, I'm gonna bring the youngsters in because, of course, you know, somebody brought her up, you know, back in the early 2000s or whatever. Like, you know, she had people bring her up, like Wayne brought her up, like, you know, through his through the Young Money label or whatever. Um, and you know, but she delivered, like, she came through when he brought her her up, you know, and I appreciate her looking out for the youngsters, but to me, in you know, do we have a problem? There was absolutely no chemistry in this collaboration for me. Like, no chemistry. Yeah, Lil Baby is hot. You know, and, and I'm wondering, like, you know, is he mostly, and I'm not on here to bash him, but I'm just saying, like, with these younger rappers or whatever, like, are they really popular for their music? Or are they popular for um, being on social media? Or, you know, just... Because a lot of them are just like, you know, on social media, like folks are ready to see like what they're going to say, what they're going to do. Because a lot of these young stars live their lives out on social media. So I'm just wondering, like, is it because, you know, is it do you have the actual skills or are you popular just because you live your life out on social media? But like I said, you know, hats out to Nikki for trying to, you know, work with the youngsters. But Nikki, I'm telling you, girl, that was not the move to me. You and him did not really feed off each other. It was just like, you know, one verse, you know, like you recorded a verse wherever you were, maybe at your house or some other studio. He recorded it wherever he was. And then y'all just like combine it, you know, combine both verses or whatever. And it's just like, it wasn't giving, like it just was not giving the, the, the chemistry or whatever. And to tell you the truth, like the production as well as the track the delivery the the wordplay whatever like everything was just mediocre at best i'm telling y'all i listened to this song like i didn't take like one listen you know um because i've always i had a friend like back in the day tell me like you know you cannot listen to a song one time and then get a full feel of it so i'm like i took his advice and i'm like i listened to this song like 10 to 15 times and i didn't listen to it like back to back like i listened to it as about i think i woke up probably around six o'clock that morning like after it had dropped i listened to it probably around 6 30 i might have listened to it like three times you know i got up you know got myself ready to start my day um came back and sat at my desk i listened to it i listened to it probably another four or five times or whatever you know but i listened to it throughout the day just to you know get the feel of it like to um you know know what i'm talking about know what i'm, I'm writing about and i listened to it just before I wrote my review on um, JunkieExperience.com about this song. So, I gave it a fair listen. I would say I gave it a fair listen. And neither time, you know, did it move me. It didn't make me feel any differently about it. Like, I, I, it didn't get better. It didn't get worse. But to me, like I said, it just, it's, it's mediocre at best. But I know, you know, the Nikki fans, the Barb's. You know, they're eating it up because they just happy to see, you know, that their queen is back, giving out new, you know, putting out new music and things like that. They just happy to see her out because during the pandemic, we know, you know, Nikki was in, you know, she had her beautiful son, um, you know, and then plus, you know, she's going through like some legal things too. But, you know, I think that, you know, the Barb's are just happy to have her back. Um, but this song just, to me, it wasn't that comeback that we or that I wanted to see from Nikki because I know what she can do. I know what she brings to the table. Like this is the woman who delivered that phenomenal verse on freaking monster on Kanye West's monster from his uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy album. And that was just not we know Nikki's flow. Like Nikki can take you 
she takes you on journeys with her flow like this woman's flow is so i mean she's just she's all over the place but i'm telling you it works like she has harmony like she can sing you know she has a, a nice singing voice she you know and and she spits like freaking fire and she didn't do that on here like this she just did not do that on do we have a problem and i had a problem with it um but the video like i was saying in the beginning of this the video was top notch you can tell they put some money behind that joint like they put some money behind that thing like um nikki played like an undercover investigator like trying to break a huge high profile case she had other actors that you know we know she had in the video um she had like joseph sakura who played um tommy from power if you watch power like you know like he's tommy egan from power and then he also plays frank jr from ozark so frank cosgrove jr um um that's the same actor that plays him and they also had like tia Myrie's husband Corey hardrick in there he was like playing a character that was like um giving nikki's um character like the intel that she needed to make the bust that she needed to make so i mean it was good like the dialogue was good nikki looked spectacular with her blonde ponytail that kind of like took you back to the 90s a little bit like she was channeling the 90s with that ponytail but she looked so good like she looked amazing in it um in in every shot like she was gorgeous um and like i said you know she's been making her rounds i think she was on like jimmy kimmel or something not too long ago um she was like seen sitting courtside at one of the basketball games um but i mean i have to call a thing a thing like this song just was not groundbreaking like you know it, it just wasn't that comeback song you know but and like i said i know what nikki brings to the table and yeah this was just yeah this was this was pretty lackluster you know for me it was definitely lackluster like i'm ready to see nikki come out and just shut everything down but you know hopefully you know she has an album um coming out this summer um we don't have a specific date on when it's gonna drop but she did say it's coming out this summer so she's working on new music but i just want her to like give us something like give us the the nikki that we know i mean we know you know a lot of things change you know she's a mom now she's a wife but we still expect nikki to bring it so yeah that's my review of you know do we have a problem nikki minaj featuring little baby you know y'all let me know what you think like i said i did a write-up on it on junkieexperience.com feel free to drop down in the comments and you know leave your opinion what did you think about um nikki minaj's new song do we have a problem all right guys that is everything for the junkie reviews and you know what time it is like i said i usually do my unpopular opinion toward the end of the show but this month for every week that I do this show in the month of February, I am going to be doing an interesting black history fact that you may not know. So make sure you keep it locked right here. And we're going to hit you with a black history fact on the Junkie Experience Podcast. Stay tuned. All right, guys, welcome back to the Junkie Experience Podcast, where we serve your addiction for all things entertainment. And in celebration of Black History Month, we are going to be hitting you with a Black History Fact every week in October. So we're going to ditch the unpopular opinion for this month, but they are going to be returning in March. But we're going to hit you with a Black History Fact every week this month. So 
The first black history fact comes from a Twitter page um, by the name of African Archives. And this Twitter page details African and black history. So now we're going to get into a black history fact that's probably unknown to a lot of people because it was definitely unknown to me. So this week we're going to be talking about Aunt Polly Jackson. So Aunt Polly Jackson was an escaped slave who worked as an agent on the Underground Railroad helping others escape. She was known for fighting off slave catchers with a butcher knife and a kettle of boiling water. Yes, ma'am. So Aunt Polly Jackson, a former enslaved person, was fed up with the harsh and inhumane treatment that was meted out to her even in her old age and decided to escape to freedom. She decided to escape via the Underground Railroad. She escaped and ended up in the North Settling in Ohio in a settlement known as Africa, a settlement of escaped African Americans who had been offered land to settle. The settlement was along the Underground Railroad route and fugitives could decide to stay or continue up north after resting. Anti-abolitionist Aunt Polly was offered land and settled in Africa, starting a small farm to sustain herself. As they escaped, fugitives often passed through her land. She witnessed various attacks by anti-abolitionists. Realizing that they were not being helped by any external means, Aunt Polly decided to take matters into her own hands to protect, rescue, and help runaway slaves. She dressed herself up as a weak old lady who would not be attacked. For the anti-abolitionists, older people were of no interest and were often left alone. She carried a cloth which she wrapped around her shoulder to hide her butcher knife and a kettle of boiling water. With her kitchen weapons, Aunt Polly managed to fight off several slave capturers along the Underground Railroad. So that is our black history fact. And I'm going to tell you, Aunt Polly Jackson was not a joke. You was not about to play with Miss Polly. So um, that is our black history fact for this week. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Junkie Experience podcast every week. I have seen the numbers grow um, exponentially. And I really appreciate everything. I really appreciate you guys coming to listen to what I have to say. <laughs> and guys, make sure you continue to listen. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at Junkie Experience. That's J-U-N-K-I-E-X-P-E-R-I-E-N-C-E. Make sure you're following us on all social media. Make sure that you are visiting um, the junkieexperience.com website. There is new merch on the website. We got a crop t-shirt. We have a unisex t-shirt. Um, just a regular t-shirt. And we have our Junkie Experience hoodie. So if you want to support me, if you want to support the brand to help me build a brand, you know, please make a purchase. You know, I understand if you can't, but you know, just look into it and see if you can make a purchase. Again, I want to thank my guests that helped me with the entertainment news, Miss um, Cherie from Word on the Curb. And I want to thank her for like stopping through, you know, putting her twist 
and you know giving her opinion on you know everything that's going on in the celebrity world so again thank you guys thank you thank you thank you and until next time bye junkies